hi, everybody. And welcome to That's Life, where New York City's new nickname is Iceland. Yes, folks, it doesn't seem like it's going to end here anytime soon. And frankly, I've slipped on more ice lately than I'd care to admit. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, and a very caffeinated general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Danny and I have already had way too much coffee today, so uh, beware. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. Hope all is going well for you wherever you are. Sounds like more bad weather is upon us. And um, basically, hunker down, folks. Danny is shaking his head with dismay. They don't have this in St. Louis, Danny. Anyway, coming to you from the home of the Nahum Seagull Network on the beautifully chilly Lower East Side, I'm joined by Danny behind the board. Danny needs a mic. Danny, grab yourself a mic. Boker Tov to you. Boker Tov to Avrami somewhere around here. We're trying to give... Danny, as much board experience as possible. Right now, just getting the mic seems to be a challenge. Okay for Danny. Great. Um, by the way, for those of you who did not celebrate the other day, it was Danny's 25th birthday. Happy birthday, Danny. Oh, thank you. You are quite welcome. Um, I hope you had a great day. Oh, it was. It was a fantastic day. All right, do you feel different now? Uh, very different. Much more mature, an adult now. Yeah. I mean, you are ready for a whole new level of responsibility. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 25. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a life-changing moment. So good luck with that, because basically <laughs> I quit and you're taking over the network. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. Relax, it was a joke. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break to tune in. If you're a returning listener, thanks as always for making us part of our day, your day. Follow us on Twitter, folks. Nachum Net, all one word. Miriam L. Wallach, also all one word. That crackle, you know what that means. Danny, it means it's time for the fortune cookie. By the way, I pulled two fortune cookies today. You know why? Because one was broken. And Danny, I don't know if you know this rule, but a broken fortune cookie is null and void. It was the first thing I learned here at the network. That's it. That is the most important thing. And that it's Nahum and not Nahum. But um, but the fortune cookie is the second most important rule here. So I am going to gently open this, lest I accidentally break this on uh, on opening hold on here we go Oop. today's fortune you will soon create a favorable impression on someone well that's clearly not for me anyway today's day it is the national holidays national holidays update is adley stevenson day that's a shout out to stephen wallach if he's listening um it is also move hollywood and broadway to lebanon pennsylvania day i have no idea what that means but somebody got that registered it's weatherman's day or as somebody put in parentheses weather person. I mean, come on, people. Really? Do we have to say weather person? Can't you just say weatherman? Is that right? Danny, you're laughing <laughs> because at some point or another, we all have to get a grip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm saying that as somebody who, right, I'm saying that as a woman. Everybody just needs to take a deep breath. Weatherman. It is also World Nutella Day. And um, that is a shout out to everybody who joined me on the birthright trip that I co um co-led I should say a couple of years ago because we were obsessed with Nutella and somehow or another Nutella became a food group. I want to update everyone with the birds because I know people are concerned about the birds outside of our studio window. Folks, it's now a woodpecker. I was right. It is a woodpecker and it's bothering Danny, so there's a part of me that wants the woodpecker to stay. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I also want to thank everybody who was involved in the kosher halftime show. If you did not watch it, it is still available on our homepage at NahumSiegel.com. Thanks again to all of our sponsors, the Abe Neymark Foundation, the American Committee for Shari Tzedek, Royal Wines, Barkan Winery, Votora, Yeshiva University, Gourmet and Abel's and Hyman. My thanks also to Nahum and to Danny. Danny, I got to give you I got to give you props on the air. You really did a fantastic job. You spent last weekend working, 
which is uh, not unusual for me and for Nahum, but not something you necessarily signed up for. And um, I really appreciate it. Also, your demeanor helped a tremendous amount during what was a stressful time here at the network. Somehow or another, I didn't realize that your uh, being an out-of-towner would be such an asset, but frankly, it is. So thank you to you for your hard work. Thank you also for your competence. I know that might sound ridiculous, but man, you are good at what you do. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. My pleasure. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nakam Siegel Network, and we are ready for our first guests. We have two very important guests on the phone right now, both representing Sharsheret. We have Ellen Kleinhaus, who's the program manager and campus liaison for Sharsheret, and Ilana Silber, who's director of operations at Sharsheret. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you both for joining me. I'm not sure which we should talk about first, but I want to just make mention that every time I go on the Sharsheret website, and thank God I don't have to go on for personal reasons, and I don't have to go on that often. But every single time I take a peek, it seems to me that there is something different, some new opportunity or new way for people to engage that weren't that that wasn't necessarily always there. And I and I could have just missed it the last time. And um, Alana, I guess you're the person to ask about this. But the 24/7 chat opportunity with with that bubble that pops up with a friendly face and and willing to connect is that is that something new? Yeah, that's our live chat option. It's relatively new. Um, what we do at Sharshare is we keep our pulse on what's new, what's out there, what's innovative, and we listen to the women and families that reach out to us. And some of the feedback that we've received has been, you know, I want to reach out to Sharshare in the easiest way possible. So if you're sitting in your office, we had someone who was a lawyer who couldn't talk on her phone at work about her situation and she couldn't use personal email, and she went on Sharshara's website, and she saw live chat, and she immediately clicked on it, and within 10 seconds, she was in touch with one of our members of our clinical team, and she got the support she needed, the answers to her questions immediately. Um, And we pride ourselves on that, on keeping up with technology, but also understanding um, that things need to be convenient for women so they can get the answers that they need when they want it and how they want it. So live chat's been very successful, um, and it's just another way for women to get in touch with us. Whatever works, whatever is easiest for them is what we want to provide. It's really quite an innovative um, opportunity. And again, reaching people or meeting people where they are is clearly where you need or you want to be, or Sharsheret, I should say, wants to be. Specifically, when we're talking about somebody's health, something so intimate, something so personal, oftentimes because it's breast cancer, it's it's harder to elicit that conversation. But here you have something you have something personal, you have something private, you have, and, and, and the words don't need to be said. Do you think that that makes it easier for people to engage, that they don't actually have to say the words, they can type them? I definitely think so. I think sometimes it's part of it, you know, I think when Sharsheret started uh, 15 years ago, people 14 years ago, people were asking, oh, do you have face-to-face support groups? Most of the women that reach out to Sharsheret are not looking for face-to-face. They want to maintain that level of privacy when they're either newly diagnosed or maybe years after treatment have questions, and um, they want the convenience of being able to type it. We're in an era now of texting and emails. Um, People are turning to that as another way of communication as opposed to a telephone call, and it makes it easier for a lot of the women that call us. So, um, yeah, we're we're making it easier. I know women are also texting, Sharshara. We have a texting option now. People are on their cell phones and they want to make a quick connection with Sharsheret, but wow. they're not ready to speak. So we do texting. So Sharsheret 
is wherever you are. That's what we say. If you're in your uh, house, then you want to go onto a computer in your office and you want to reach us. But if you also want to just reach out on your phone because something is on your mind or you're looking for an answer, you can reach us any way that's easy for you. You know, I joke that texting is the key to a happy marriage. <laughs> um, but I but I also appreciate the fact I didn't I didn't realize that there was also that texting option to share share it. It really is it really is quite amazing. But I want to bring Ellen in on the conversation again. Ellen Kleinhaus joins us as well from the Sharsherit office in New Jersey. There are so many things going on for Pink Day, and I know you're coordinating that. So February 11th um, is our Worldwide Pink Day. We're actually on our sixth year of hosting this amazing event um, nationwide and through Israel and different schools in Europe. Pink Day is a national day where day schools, high schools, and colleges work together to make um, events and awareness um, programs for Sharsheret. So they'll be on campus, they wear pink, they generate life-saving conversations through just wearing the color pink, um, and they, they raise awareness within their groups, within their peers, and within their communities. And if you... Oh, no, keep going, keep going. So I would say this year so far, we have over 80 schools involved. Um, again, college, high schools, day schools, and gap years in gap year schools in Israel. And we have close to 1,000 students who have already joined our Facebook event page Amazing. and about 1,000 more who have been invited who I know will take the plunge and, and participate on February 11th. Does it surprise you, by the way, the initiative that kids have been taking in terms of starting events in their school or starting their events in their community? I mean, these are not these are not parent driven. They're they're from groups and, and from students, et cetera. So does it surprise you at this point or you're like, this is the way we expected it to go anyway? You know what? I don't expect it. Every year I'm pleasantly surprised as to the initiative and the excitement when I get the phone calls and the emails from the students. I'm not surprised it comes from the students. The students um, have great examples within the Jewish community of so many chesed and awareness in Jewish organizations, and I think they embrace them all in many different ways. So I think when they know that Pink Day is coming and we kind of remind them they jump on board right away, and they get very excited. And really, every year I get more and more amazed as, as to the programs they're doing, the educational components, the outreach and awareness. It just every year I get more and more amazed. Can I ask you what should be, uh, or maybe just a stupid question? Why is why isn't Pink Day in October? Never a stupid question. So it's, it's not, not a medical October. question. October happens to be National Pink Day. Uh, National Breast Cancer Awareness Month right. is October. So the reason we do uh, Pink Day in February is it's kind of a great time of year to re-engage the students, uh. um, to re-remind them of the importance of Sharsheret. We want them to look forward to October, but then kind of do a gentle reminder of who we are and what we do and our purpose in February. So it's a great way to start the spring the spring semester. Got it. Got it. It's also important to note, by the way, that not not every one of these student organizations or organizations that are hosting or sponsoring, I don't know what the right word is, um, February 11th Pink Day events, that they're all from. We should, we should make note of that, that this isn't a question of your level of religiosity. People be becoming aware and being involved in Sharsheret programming and supporting Sharsheret is, is irrespective of, of level of religion. Absolutely. Students all across the country, especially obviously in the colleges, they're all joining and they're all raising awareness. Breast cancer um, 
is important within the Jewish community and learning your cancer history is important for everybody. So breast cancer does touch so many people in so many ways and it's important for this entire generation to learn about Sharsharet and their cancer history and breast cancer and ovarian cancer. They're really the future of the Jewish community, the healthcare community, um, the professional community, the connections they're going to have. So to educate all of them and the fact that they all are excited about it is really a gift. Yes, Shasherit is one of those organizations we wish didn't have to exist or we wish, you know, had an end date. We know that Shasherit is going to be around until this date because afterwards all of these cancers are going to be cured. But that's, unfortunately, that's not the reality, which is what hits me when you say the words cancer history. Frankly, a, a term, a phrase I have never used in my life, thank God, or something that I have have had need to be aware of. But when you say the term cancer history, it says to me, wow, this is this is ongoing. This is generational. This is both our past and going to be our future. Absolutely. Well, Mary, and Shoshan actually developed a program for, for college students called Have the Talk. And that program is uh, used on the college campuses. It has multidimensional uh, materials, whether they're uh, paper materials, posters, social media, um, use, the use of Facebook, uh, leadership opportunities. And the Have a Talk campaign is uh, used to raise awareness about one's family cancer history. We flip the Have the Talk words to encourage students to have the talk with their parents. Um, you know, generations keep changing, and, you know, thank God things are being identified earlier, um, being spoken about. So it's important for these young adults to learn about their family cancer and get as much information as possible, and that will empower them for the next step for their own health. Alana, you wanted to say something. Yeah, and then I'm not sure because we had a little bit of overlap with Ellen, and she might have said this, so you can stop me mid-sentence. No, I keep going. But I think it's important for the listeners to know um, an important statistic that we often educate communities about, that one in 40 Jews of Ashkenazi descent, both men and women, carries a BRCA gene mutation, as compared to one in 345 in the general population. That statistic shows us that Ashkenazi Jewish families are at almost 10 times greater risk for developing hereditary breast cancer, ovarian cancer, and related cancers. And that's why there's such an urgent concern in our community to educate adults and adults of all ages to learn their family history because um, there isn't, you know, there's, there's opportunities with genetic counselors to learn your family history because of this statistic that is plaguing the Jewish community. So we start with students who are in their 20s and maybe think of breast cancer and ovarian cancer as not affecting them directly because maybe they think of it as something that happens to grandmothers and aunts <laughs> and um, older women, but there's something they can do at their age. They can be more vigilant about their health, and if they know their family history and they're aware of the statistics, I think ultimately all this outreach, Sharshara Pink Day, Have the Talk, we're going to save lives. And I think that that's what's really important. And Alana, you just mentioned, you know, you you in passing said plaguing the Jewish community. And I don't know that I, I, I would have... I would have made that connection, but you're right. This is our modern day plague. This is our modern day challenge in terms of what we are facing as a community in terms of our health. I mean, there is that link, as you mentioned. Yeah, I think it's communication, education, information. It's very empowering, to, and it's not meant to be scary. It's a, an opportunity for people to take some control of their health. 
and what they can and speak to their healthcare professionals um, and do what they can to help to prevent this disease or to detect it early. I mean, it's, it's all about education and information. And these students, they're learning for themselves, but they become ambassadors. As Ellen said, you know, in three, four years, these college students, they're going to be our doctors and they're going to be our teachers and they're going to be our community leaders. And they are going to impart this information to their colleagues and their friends and their communities. And I think, you know, in 10 years from now, it'll be a concept that everybody knows because Charcheret has put this effort from early on through adulthood that you have to know your family history and speak to your healthcare professional. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I am joined by Ellen Kleinhaus and Ilana Silber, both representing Charcheret, and we are discussing Pink Day, we are discussing Charcheret in general, and I also... Alana, I know that this goes to you. I want to discuss the Young Professionals Networking Night that's taking place February 21st at 8 p.m. It will be, I mean, once you write open bar, you know, come on, guys. There's uh, at the Flatiron District located at, it's at Slate. I'm sorry, Slate in the Flatiron District of Manhattan, 54 West 21st Street. Alana, can you tell me more about the event? Okay, so this event is our second event for Young Professionals. So, as Ellen discussed, we work with students on campus and high school, colleges, and now they're young professionals and they're in the community. So it's a good opportunity for us to bring together young professionals for networking for their own interests, but also to share information about Charcheret and about the issues in the Jewish community. We're thrilled to have this event. Last year was our first one um, in Manhattan also, and this year we're doing it at Slate, which is an incredible venue. Very, very cool, um, a great place for young professionals to uh, relax and meet each other and talk about interesting and important topics. Um, it's going to be, like you said, open bar and, um, and food. There will be some, a small educational component, and um, there will be giveaways. Um, and I think it's going to just be a great night, a good place to warm up in this cold winter, <laughs> uh, get together, generate some energy, because all of our programs and all of our outreach are powered by our volunteers. And everyone um, involved, we have 20-something committee members, all young professionals from all different um, professions. We have people in banking. We have people in medicine. We have people in fashion all coming together um, for a common cause. So we're very excited. Uh, registration is up um, on our website, and there's an event on our Facebook page. It's an event that will sell out, so we're encouraging mm -hmm. people to – they have to register in advance. and. Um, and they should be registering people. We had, I don't know, just five or six before we got on the phone today. So um, space is limited. Registration is required. And we're looking forward to welcoming, you know, over 100 young professionals. And this was also an event that was inspired by a, by a Charchard volunteer who said, listen, there is so much networking being done for young professionals outside of the common cause, so to speak, um, arena. Maybe we should do something together to promote Charcheret and bring them together for that reason. Was that how this started? Well, I don't really remember that, but um, <laughs> it's possible. We do get feedback. I, I don't know. Ellen, do you know that? Ellen's also involved with Young Professional. Um, I don't remember that per se, but I do remember that there were um, young professionals who felt that now that they graduated from college, they wanted to take Charcheret to the next step Got and it. stay involved and make a difference and do something. And for us, the Young Professional event was was the obvious next step for us for, with them. That's great. That's great. So now I, I now I get a better understanding. And by the way, that also is a testament 
to how seriously and how personally people take Shasharit. They don't grow out of it. They grow with it. And I think that that's incredible. We should also, by the way, make mention of the, um, I, I don't know if we call it the new division branch offshoot of what's of Sharsherit on Long Island, but I know that there's a big movement right now in the five towns to bring Sharsherit and its presence and its uh, opportunities and resources to families in the five towns on Long Island who have not, for for whatever reason, I can't figure out, become aware of Sharsherit. And so now, also on February 11th, there is a Long Island food and fitness event for Sharsherit Pink Day. And information for that is also available on Sharsherit.org, as are all of the events um, that we've been speaking about for, for February and the young professionals, et cetera, et cetera. So that's very exciting as a person in the five towns and and in a neighborhood that we do, uh, we, we know what to do in terms of crisis, but having Sharshared around and its presence finally really being felt in the five towns is, is really incredible as a resident, I must say. Yeah, we're really grateful. The women who got together to start this volunteer group are all women who have been involved with Sharshared, understand what we do, and felt committed to the organization and really moved by the mission and said they are taking it as their responsibility to spread the word because um, learning from people who live next door to you, people in your community, um, makes it much easier, you know, and I think we've always been in the five towns and these women have known us for years, but the communities are growing so quickly and the number of women and hopefully many of them didn't need us at one point or maybe now or at some point they might, so our goal is with this volunteer group to make sure that every Jewish family in the five towns and across the country knows about Sharsharet should they ever need us. Um, that's uh, uh, unbelievable. And, of course, once the winter goes and once the ice land that we live in now uh, continues to thaw or thaws completely, the spring brings the Sharsharet luncheon event, which takes place this year at May 3rd, correct? That's right. And Ellen's also very involved with the benefit. As well, yes. So either one of you want to tell me more about it. Do we know who we're honoring yet this year? Yes, we're honoring um, our guests of honor are Linda Gristel and Ed Joyce from the Upper West Side of Manhattan um, and our Lisa Altman Volunteer Tribute Award recipient is Alyssa Zaga from Teaneck, New Jersey. That's very exciting. I know that I've been there a couple of times. It's really quite, um, it's a warm event. It's a really warm event, and anyone who has been to that event in, um, where's which hotel is it located in? At the Teaneck Marriott at Glen Point. Right, Glen Point. very conveniently located, by the way. It's right five minutes from the George Washington Bridge. It's very easy to access. So even if you're not in Teaneck, you can get to it from any main thoroughfare in short time. And Sunday morning, the traffic is pretty light. So we really welcome everyone (laughs) to come. Last year, we had over 600 people. Um, and we'd love to see everyone come back and more. Yeah, it is a it is a fantastic event. And by the way, if if being at a Sharshared event is not something either you're ready to do or for some reason or other you just can't make it, even though there are so many options, either for Pink Day or for the May third event that you uh, that you can be a part of, you can order Sharshared Purim cards straight from their website. Who needs more hamantaschen, people? Enough with the grape juice. You can order Purim cards. How easy is that? Uh, which one of you, Ellen, Alana? Um, no, our yeah. cards are ready to go. They're beautiful. They're available in stores. I'm not sure which ones, Alana. Um, if you know where they are available well, in stores, all, otherwise in, we have two Teaneck stores that are doing it, Grand and Essex and the Judaica House. And next week, 
um, at the Long Island Yoga event. They'll be selling Purim cards, and it's just a great way to spread joy and awareness. Every Purim card explains what our programs are and what we do, so when people send them out, there's a ripple effect. The person who purchases the cards then sends 12 of them out, and 12 new people become familiar with Sharsharat. Well, that is that is certainly adding links to that chain, if I may continue the Sharsharat metaphor. Alana Silber and Ellen Kleinhaus, both from Sharsharat, thank you so much for joining me this morning, for informing our audience, and continued Hatzlacha in the fight against breast cancer. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for taking the time to help us spread the word. Always a pleasure. i got to do what I can. That is for sure. You guys are worth it. Thanks, Miriam. Take care. You've been listening to That's Life here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Miriam Elwag. Thank you for making us part of your day right after That's Life. The live lunch hosted by Nachum starts at 11. We start with brunch. We end with lunch. It goes from 11 to 1 Eastern time. And today at 1 p.m., it's an encore presentation of The Stunt Show hosted by Mark and Leo Razamik. Guys, if you haven't heard that show yet, I highly recommend that you do because I don't know if you know my attitude more the more Zomic, the better. So I highly recommend that you listen to that show. Throwback Thursday is a Soul Farm special, if I'm not mistaken. You don't want to miss that. Michael Fragan is back with a fresh spin class. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Join Nachum tomorrow morning from 6 to 9 as he hosts JM and AM live here on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, JM and AM.org, and 91.1. Do not miss the weekly update with Malcolm Holmline at 7.40 in the morning. Tomorrow morning... It's also an incredible edition of Table for Two with Naomi. Naomi is joined by Kim Kushner, who's the author of The Modern Menu. It is a cookbook that I actually have in my hands right now. It is fantastic. It's actually pretty cool to look at. And next Friday, February 13th, Naomi will be live at Gourmet Lot with a supersized show from 9 to 10.30 a.m. There are demonstrations. Seth Levitt will be there. Schiffer Klein will be there. Don't want to miss that. And a Rummy host Saturday Night Siegel, Saturday Night Matzei Shabbat, starting at 10 p.m., J.M. Sunday with Montes from 7 to 9 Eastern Time. I'm closing with a favorite of mine I had not remembered about, frankly, in a very long time. It's Shalshelis Jr. with Yafya Fisa. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>